dinosaurs. Hey, you like Pez? It looks like that has Heaney from the boundary line. He's an expert at these. Hello and welcome to Behind the Boundary Podcast. I'm your host, Pez. I'm here with Sauce. We just came from a massive round four. We will head into a massive round five for Gather Round in Adelaide. But a couple of uh, good results in round four, Sauce. G'day, Pez. Yeah, excited about Gather Round, but uh, also excited to review last week's round because it was a big round of footy. There were a couple of uh, <laughs> very close ones. Uh, Leah Leah helping out uh, Port Adelaide, a uh, come-from-behind upset uh, against the Swans. Yeah, it was uh, very intense that last few minutes, that Port Adelaide game, with both t- uh, the lead changing multiple times. Uh, Finn Lason kicking the snap around the corner, which watching it on my phone when I was at the St Kilda game, I thought that it had missed on the left-hand post, but you can't really tell from your, your phone screen. So the goal umpire was there, he's kicked the goal, and uh, Florent had a chance, 40 metres out. He, he thought he kicked it, they were celebrating as if they'd won, and... Uh, didn't happen in the end. Didn't happen in the end, and uh, it, it was quite funny watching the, the uh, footage back on it and Ollie Florence's re- uh, reaction, him laying on the ground, getting mobbed, and then the, well, what happened? What happened? Hands out. Uh, very good, and, and basically, well, I don't know why anyone didn't block uh, Leo Lear, and it would have solidified the win for, for the Swans and uh, for the podcast as well, Pete. Yeah, a few people, few people have been saying that. I don't think it would have made... A massive difference, personally. I, I know you should have a body there, but Alir Alir surely would have jumped he had a over clear, the top. He had a clear run at it, Pez. He had about a foot, a metre away. He had a clear run, but the... Just put the, a body the on the him footy, and he probably doesn't get up. didn't go, it didn't travel. So I, I think Port Adelaide still would have got it, but uh, Sydney coach would have been devastated because they needed to have multiple bodies there to, to try and stop that. And if we see a kick after the siren in any quarter this week, uh, watch for the whole team to be on that goal line. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. I was watching it uh, with my girlfriend, and she said the old, uh, "Oh, they should just stack uh, three or four people on top of everyone else's shoulders." Said, well, that wouldn't work because one bump and they'd all fall down. But realistically, someone on the goal line is what you need to do. Uh, speaking of big things on the weekend, we had the Good Friday match. Uh, the you know sixty thousand people, uh, well, almost sixty thousand people, but North Melbourne came out in absolute spades, as well as the Carlton fans. And for an entertaining, um, you know, Good Friday match, uh, a successful uh, about time, which is which is very good. So those those clubs will keep it for for a little bit the Carlton fans always come out and especially when they're up and about but North Melbourne didn't disappoint even though the uh, Carlton you know laid off them in the end and North kicked the last four goals to make it a little bit closer but uh, the first half was uh, actually very entertaining so that was good uh, the Collingwood fans were were shattered on Twitter because very, very quiet sorry I didn't even know if they well, were still fans anymore well, not the, not the ones that I saw because <laughs> they were they were going on how they're going to beat Brisbane without a ruckman do all those sorts of things and then uh, they lost Cam Rayner kicking four goals and having a career best day in his 91st game Tell you uh, what, he, 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 the experiment surely has got to be done with him as a backman. Yeah, he'll be playing forward again this couple week. A couple of high flyers, nice little marks around the body goals. He, uh, that, that one in that first quarter where he broke through the middle of the pack from about 50 out, that, that was incredible. And If anyone knew he was paying forward, uh, someone commented on TikTok, $125 for four he was paying. Yeah, not bad odds, not bad <laughs> odds. Uh, I bet you that's come in uh, this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would have come in a lot. But uh, the, the Collingwood fans, they're just all about excuses now and why they didn't win. It doesn't matter that they didn't win. Uh, 
they should be in the top four, even though they're sitting outside the four and there's uh, shit clubs inside the top four. It's, it's all over the place, Collingwood Twitter. It, it definitely is. Uh, and that's why you try and stay off Twitter and uh, not listen to any of those Collingwood fans at the best of times. But tell you what, Pez, the, the Geelong Premiership defence is uh, up and going and it's, it's, in, it's in first gear now. Yep, we'll leave that there. Um, <laughs> and uh, this is not, not about Geelong source. I know they had a win, uh, but... Uh, they should have done it a lot easier than they did that first <laughs> Jesus half. Jesus Christ. A, a bit of a struggle, but interesting thing in that game. I want your view on this. The uh, the noodle sign that was held with six minutes to go in the, the second quarter, Hawthorne up by eight points. What do you think it means? Uh, well, I know I know what it means. It came out in the AFL this week, and it means that it indicates to the players that it's going to be a slippery and sloppy game of football oh, in the no, wet. I did not, I did not read <laughs> that. It seriously is. That. They had the, the game plan up because it's wet and it's hard to, hard so to handle the So they changed the game plan, so they hold the noodles up. Yeah, and as, as if, sorry, as if AFL football players couldn't work out that it's frigging raining as well. <laughs> like, oh, it's, uh, I'll be getting a little bit wet here. Oh, that must be what? They're, what, they're beers sure, from the, the they're crowd? They're surely taking the piss and <laughs> want to put one weird sign up every single week. I just I just liked all the memes that came out after, just these random items being held up. It's sure, hilarious. Like, I thought originally when I first saw it, the picture without the scoreboard there, like, oh, it's two minutes to go, two-minute noodles. Oh, that would have been clever. But there was six minutes to go when I, when I had a look back at it. So maybe it's the maybe it's the Aldi brand, the six-minute noodles instead of the two-minute noodles. You know, funny you say that. I, I tried them and they are, they are shocking. Well, when they I came like in, you were, you were getting into getting into some two-minute noodles. Yeah, well, you've got to eat the, eat the chicken noodles. Chicken or beef? Chicken or beef? No, chicken. Nah, chicken. What do you mean? It was a two-option thing. You can't say nah. I was giving you two <laughs> options. Nah, chicken uh, cooked on the cooked on the stove. It's uh, juice. Uh, do you let it sit in the juice and have it with the juice, or do you strain it? Nah, strain. I'm a no non-juiceman. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the sign wouldn't have worked for your game plan, mate. It was just a little bit dry, not, not slippery. Uh, yeah. So. Um, <laughs> Who thought in round five, going into gather round, that we'd be talking about slippy and sloppy two-minute noodles? Uh, but when we should be talking about gather round, and um, it's been absolute, um, uh, really hyped up this week, and uh, every single Adelaide legend has come through. I was listening to Melton Bike, uh, Melton Bike, Malcolm Bike. <laughs> he got on his bike a few times. <laughs> he did. Uh, listen to him talk about it, and then you know, comparing how great it is for Adelaide, and uh, it'll be interesting to see if everyone uh, makes it out for gather round. But very exciting. It, it, it's not bad. I've been to Adelaide once before to, to watch Adelaide St Kilda, Adelaide Oval, and uh, it was a good, you know, ground to they, go they to. Very footy. good ground to watch watch footy, but there wasn't much else to do uh, in the city uh, unless you wanted to go to church. So, uh, <laughs> hopefully, for gather round, they'll have a lot of people travelling through, and they'll have some other things up and about for uh, families to They've go got the, to. the festival of footy going there. They've got the gather round thing. There's a lot of live music. There's um, set up little precincts, which we've been talking about for a couple of years now. Uh, Adelaide have come out with their gather round jersey looking wow. Horse. Looking Smick. so good. It brings how, me, how good? It, it sort of reminds me of like the 96, 97 when they had that big crow on there. Who, who's the players you think of uh, with that jersey? That sort of a similar sort of Mac, style. McLeod. Uh, you do think of Rashudo, even though I don't like him in the media at the moment <laughs> and listening to his voice, but uh, they're the players you think of. Uh, Freo brought out a really nice one as well. Yeah, the Stealth um, jersey. Hopefully they wear it this week and, um, you know, the Stealth with the purple on purple. It's a bit sneaky though, isn't it? The the Adelaide bringing out their jersey before the coin toss of who the home team actually was. Sure, surely they win the, the coin toss. And they the gather around in Adelaide. They've brought out a, a darkish jersey playing against Carlton who, oh. you know, the Navy Blues. Already it wouldn't the, work. The mental games happen already. Already the mental games have started. It wouldn't work. So the the coin toss, uh, apparently, Port Adelaide and Adelaide both won. Very convenient. So they're the, they're the home teams in Adelaide. But uh, for the other teams, it's good. You get the home change rooms. You get to choose your kit that you wear, I'm pretty sure. So, so Some of these outer venues, though, Pez, uh, they've got uh, some games at Norwood Oval. 
Norwood Oval. Do you know much about Norwood Oval? No, I just know that it's a sample club. Sample uh, club. And a lot of AFL players yep. have played there before. Extremely narrow. So the most narrow grounds by, by, by a fair margin. If you look at Geelong, it's got about uh, 10 metres closer than, I mean, 10, so it's 10 not, metres more not narrow. Not wide, so no wings. No wings. It's very narrow. And, you know, it'll be interesting for Fremantle to play this week, considering do, that do defensive have the, brand the of football. In the, in the uh, size I or do anything? have the or what it's similar it? to? It's, it's As I said, it was similar to um, the GMHBA Stadium, Alphabet Stadium there, Pez. Uh, the actual measurements for Norwood Oval is 165 by 110. So, I mean, I guess Adelaide Oval, if you in comparison, is 167 by 123. If you're looking at the G, the G is 160 by 141. So a significant uh, wow. difference okay. in um, not less so much length, but how narrow it is, which means you're going to find a lot a lot of um, th- more throw-ins this weekend. You'll have a lot of players uh, kick the ball out in the full probably. But it's probably come at a good time for Fremantle. I know they play at Norwood Oval, and we'll speak about this in the breakdown, but... You know, that defensive um, swinging of game has sort of been found out a bit. It'll be good for them to be able to just go direct and up the middle and they've got no choice at Norwood Oval. Yeah, well, it's going to be hard, isn't it, with depending which which way it does go because you're not going to be able to kick it back, which what they're doing along the on the back line with uh, Luke Ryan at the moment. So interesting for disposal markets and interesting for goal kickers as well because will it be higher scoring or will it be lower scoring? Uh, it'll be it'll be very interesting. I went back and did a little bit of digging through the the sandfall to find out uh, if it affected scores and that. Uh, it didn't really affect the difference in scores, but um, I guess Norwood and people would be used to playing in that sort of ground. If you look at Geelong, um, when Geelong play at their uh, ground, and that's probably the smallest ground or more, more narrow ground over the last uh, you know ten years that they're using as a regular venue. The contested footy goes up a heap uh, and um, the scoring goes up a heap too. But it's hard to tell because Geelong obviously have been quite a dominant side down there. Um, But throw-ins go up by about 15%. So if you're looking for for possessions this weekend, looking more those contested players playing at those grounds. um, But, you know, it's really hard to tell because at the same time, when you look at the stats at GMHBA Stadium... They, because Geelong play a more of an uncontested brand of football. The, the uncontested, exactly right. The yep. uncontested stats are up. Right. Uh, the other, the other ground that they're using is uh, the Hills. Uh, I think it's called Hills Adelaide Oval. I heard it's about forty minutes outside the city of Adelaide. Yep, but it's the exact same dimensions as the MCG. So that's uh, just, just. And that, for you. Is that uh, Brisbane, North Melbourne, I think? Brisbane and North Melbourne, yeah, they're playing there. Um, and the, that's, yeah, probably all you need to know. Talk about that game, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> North and Melbourne and Brisbane. See, the rest are at Adelaide Oval. So it's hopefully it's going to be uh, a really good weekend uh, if anyone is going up there. there. I know there's shuttle buses and uh, flights, I guess you would have had to book them pretty early because I'm guessing they might be... A little bit expensive Maybe, now. I'm probably not, sure. not. There's probably not a. <laughs> never been a rush to get to Adelaide ever. Oh, know, this this is the biggest rush. This is the biggest <laughs> thing to happen to Adelaide since Adelaide was born. Since they were born, since uh, what else has happened? I mean, it's a good time for for Dawson to be able to take over the um, the mayorship or the, the you know to yeah. own own the club. He already Adelaide. owns Adelaide. He owns Port Adelaide after the <laughs> showdown. Oh, Jesus, and uh, he owns the whole city. So Mayor Jordan Dawson will he be wearing his crown uh, on the weekend or on tonight? One interesting thing though that I did take from the gather round is we spoke just before about the Fremantle um, travelling over to Adelaide. Of course, that they stayed up there for the week, so that they went up last week. They played Adelaide. They got absolutely uh, absolutely pantsed. They've stayed up the week, but they have absolutely the AFL screwed over uh, Fremantle's supporter base. So so tomorrow their game starts at uh, our time, 5.10, which mm-hmm. in uh, Perth, the game starts at 3 o'clock on a Friday afternoon. So if you're anyone who's working the 9 to 5, no chance of watching uh, Fremantle take It'll on It'll be over by the time you walk out the office. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, just silly. There's 16 other clubs that could have... 
been played at that time slot, which would have been pretty fine. You know, any Melbourne side, 5 o'clock, 5.10, boom, straight from work, onto the pub, would have been perfect. Because the time uh, zones. But, but Fremantle... So now they've got to be sneaking KO on their phone at their desk or... Uh, it depends it depends they how they are. go against the Gold Coast. It might be a good excuse to work late if they <laughs> if they put on the performance they had earlier. It could be. Yeah, they've done the dirty there. That's uh, not too good. But uh, here we're behind the boundary, we are, you know, always held accountable for things. So let's get into our bet review for round four. <laughs> Oh, here we are back uh, for a huge, huge round four. This was uh, it was a very, very nice one, and our bet slip, which you can get on Twitter, looking very behind full. The bounce, looking it's, very it's, full. <laughs> it's very full. There were a lot of plays out there, and uh, just in reflection, thinking uh, there was a lot of live plays out there because you know how we don't know teams on a Wednesday or a Thursday, especially for the Sunday games, and there is a lot of value to be had. So they all went out live on Twitter, and uh, we were quite successful with those as well. So the first game was Brisbane and Collingwood, and uh, I had a bet in this one, and I just wanted to go disposals. I had 15-plus for Will Ashcroft, still one of my favourite players to watch. He had 25. Uh Coleman for 15, he got that in the last quarter there. Adams uh, for 15 as well, that was quite easy. And Dunkley for 20, all easy, except for Seal Sidebottom, who needed 15 disposals. Didn't use him out on the wing source. He had two in the first quarter, two in the second, two in the third, and six in the last. He was everywhere in the last quarter. He, he was nowhere to be seen in the first first half of footy. First first three quarters, he was Did, uh, not even not even disposals. one of those ones where he's running around and like you're like just give him the ball. But he was nowhere to be seen. So and, and in some cases he's out on the outside of the pack, and you're hoping the ball rolls out to him, especially when you got him got him in there. But it was no good. So I, I got a bonus bet back for that uh, source, which I used. Later in the round, quite yeah, successful. Yeah, so. speaking of a bonus bet, uh, one of my plays was the Brisbane money line at $2.02. I loved the value of Brisbane. That got up with a bonus, so a nice little one-unit profit there. Um, and then I also had a three-leg same-game multi. Uh, sorry, a two-leg same-game multi. Um, I had uh, Harris Andrews to get 15 or more. He did that uh, pretty convincingly. And uh, as I spoke last week, it was a bit disappointing that the news of uh, Crisp came up right before uh, that game. I'd already put the bet down, and I was stuck in a place where I could have had no bet and, and lost the uh, lost the the play I guess and lost the opportunity of a bonus bet or as we said free hit anyway so I put it down he only got 15 needed him for 20 so I, I had a bonus bet for that one bit disappointing yeah five-year-old video didn't get suspended by the AFL or by the Collingwood yeah, Footy and Club. It affected, affected my bet. So whoever, whoever's releasing this shit, just wait. Just, just embarrassment <laughs> out there. And whoever's releasing I don't need to see that either because no, uh, I saw more of Jack's, Jack Crisper than I needed to. <laughs> and you didn't see enough of him on uh, Thursday night. Oh, I would have taken a happy medium, mate. <laughs> I would have taken a happy medium, to be honest. Well, the next Friday was Good Friday because uh, North Melbourne and Carlton, and it was good for my bet as well because I went with the sports bet special, but it didn't need it in the end. Anytime goal scorer in the first half, Charlie Kerno spoke about that last week in trying to get extra value. Carlton to win under 193.5 total points. Ended at 191, I'm pretty sure their source. And Luke McDonald to get 15 plus, nice and easy. So a unit on that, and it was paying two bucks, so returned a unit. Yeah, I had uh, Zach Fisher to get 15 or more. I spoke last week about how they're using him a lot more. He, he ended up with 28, so uh, probably gone a little bit higher on that one and guarantee you won't be getting forty for him to get 15 this week. Uh, and then the second leg was uh, LDU, and he was um, he was everywhere around the ground but uh, didn't have any attempts at a goal. Uh, there was a couple of times where he was a breakaway and he looked like he was going to have a shot but uh, missed out on that one, so a bonus bet uh, for, for Good Friday for me. 
Oh, not so good Friday, actually, if they don't get a bet. But yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we go to a twilight, unless you had one in the earlier game there. Source doesn't matter. Richmond versus the Bulldogs. I put in one of my 2022 specials, which I spoke about last week, with alternate lines on both teams and alternate over-unders. So Richmond plus 12.5, Bulldogs plus 43, over 124, under 194. Uh, got it to two bucks at Ladbrokes, put one, got one back, and uh, copped a bit of stick for that bet uh, out on the TikTok video. It's a, it's a pussy bet. Uh, apparently so uh yeah take a unit get a two dollar bet and and win it and it's it's no good apparently no no good at all pez uh no good i don't know what what am i meant to do i'll go back to losing like round three yeah speaking of losing you can speak of the game you skipped over um you know if i was any other podcast uh and we uh shied away from our losses then i would have just continued on talking but uh, i actually had a bonus bet pez in the the earlier game the adelaide versus Fremantle. for some reason starting at bloody two o'clock i don't know why they're not starting at the one o'clock on the, the traditional saturday time slot uh and in that game, I had Isaac Ranking to kick two or more goals. He did that in the first half. And uh, Lockie Scholl, 15 or more. First time in the last 10 games that he missed it. Uh, ended with 14. So a little bit disappointing that I couldn't get my <laughs> bonus bet. You know what he did as well? Because I was watching. He, uh, got, he, got, he got pinned with holding the pinned ball. Pinned holding the ball. Yep. Just in the just last quarter. And had so many opportunities. Just give the hand of it. Just Could give the hand out. It's a little handball. We just need you know, not yeah. to get smothered. A little handball out. Would have got it there. But um, when you when you put that bet out there, Sauce, uh, Lockie Scholl, I was like, uh, I haven't, haven't really heard of this bloke. So, um, yeah, Sauce must be clutching at straws. Not clutching at straws. <laughs> just looking at the analyst bears. And, and look, he got 14. Should have had 15. So, not going to be one of those blokes that says should have, could have, would have. But uh, so mind your business on your bets, bears. Oh, all right. Well, we'll How many s- units are you down for the we'll season? Speak about, we'll five, speak, four, about four, Adelaide, five speak about Adelaide Fremantle still. And I put my bonus from Thursday night down. So... You know, it's not always a, a massive deal if you do lose a bonus because I put this little beauty down, paying three bucks, at Hayden, Hayden Young to get under 22 and a half. Thought that line was way too big for the defender there. Uh, 20 plus to Jordan Dawson. He's been, he's gone into the midfield. That was nice and easy. 15 plus for Richelli. Uh He also kicked a couple of goals, three goals, I think. He, was, well. he was looking a bit bit uh, shifty for, for 15 at uh, three-quarter time. Was, Had a big last quarter. He was uh, on 10 with your mate, Shoal. <laughs> And then picked, oh, no. up, picked up nine, so yeah, no. nice and easy. Could have and helped my mate out a bit. I'd rank in time goal scorer first quarter there, so that was three bucks. So I put the bonus bet back on it, so profited two units back from that. I'm looking at this bet slip pairs, and, and the games are all over the place here. Nothing's in order because of all the live bets. So I think the next game was Sydney Port Adelaide or the the St Kilda Gold Coast. Same one? time. Same time. Well, let's go with night. the let's go with the St Kilda Gold Coast one because I had a, a win in that one. So let's start off with that. Uh, I had a bonus bet that I picked up from the the Friday night St Kilda versus Gold Coast. Just a nice little one. St Kilda money line. Mason Wood for twenty disposals. Two dollars five. I had my bonus bet on that. So that was a nice easy win. Mason Wood's uh, looking good there. Is he? You know, he's everyone keeps talking about Ross Lyon being the the one who's reinvented his career. But towards the end of last year, they they put him into that that role, and you know that's been getting that quite consistently. Strong marks. His defensive plays are really good. He's Kicking is absolutely elite uh, to start the season. And he had a bit of a bung shoulder. So when you put this bet out, I had a look at it and I was like, oh, hopefully he doesn't get subbed out early or anything, you know. But Perfect. Uh, easy 20 for, for Wood and that was all good there. Now, I used the blue bet um, special, which didn't need it in the end, but just St Kilda uh, to win $1.51. Had two units on it, so I profited a, a unit 0.02. 
and uh, that was done at half time. So that paid out, and that was nice and easy there. Yeah, I had. Uh, we'll go on to the next game, the Sydney versus Port Adelaide. We already sort of spoke about it before. Aaliyah, Aaliyah, uh getting that very handy touch on the goal line from Ollie Florent. I had. Uh, I went over three pairs. I went I got absolutely straight bold there. And <laughs> you if, bent he, if, over, he, if yeah. he kicked that goal, I would have got a bonus bet because it would have put them over thirteen goals. It would have put them at fourteen. They would have had the uh, uh, the, the, win. the win, but uh, and the line, but instead. Uh, Aaliyah, Aaliyah's giant mitts may not go Owen through and uh, not even a bonus bet, just two unit loss. Just, Very disappointing. Just lost, especially when you put the two units on it. But you speak about the two units and you had a little multi I there. I did as have well. a little multi. I had uh, St Kilda, Geelong, which uh, both got the job done, and I had Sydney in there as well. So it was very costly, uh, that Sydney loss. Uh, but I did happily escape that one with a, with a two unit uh, bonus bet, which, bet uh, with the bet that. return on sports bet. Yeah, so I had a, a multi as well with um, with lads. I used my bonus bet that I got the week before, and I had Carlton, who won, uh, St Kilda, and Sydney. And it would have got me, you know, 1.44 profit, but Sydney couldn't get the job done. But I also had a multi with oh, Ladbrokes. You, you were that happy with it? You doubled down with it and added the cats in? And added the cats, and that was 276. And I did it because the Ladbrokes had the four-plus yeah, head-to-head special. And uh, I, I do get a bonus bet back for that, but I was really hoping that goal went through at the end because that's like a 4.5-unit swing. And I was watching it, watching the game in that last that last two or three minutes. Three uh, three lead changes, um, a huge mark by uh, Himmelberg, huge mark, which is the the one hand juggling as he's falling. And you got to you got to speak about Sydney being twenty points up in that last quarter as oh, well. What, what about them being twenty four to <laughs> nil in the first half, first quarter? <laughs> yeah, I was checking the scores, like thirty something. I turned it on and I'm yeah. like, I, I had it on in the background while I was playing, yep, playing some cards, and I stopped. I turned away and was just kept playing, playing. And I looked back up and I'm like, holy shit, they're down at half time. Well, first time I looked it was 30 to like five and then the second time I looked Port Adelaide were 36 to, to 30 and I was like what the bloody hell's going on well, I'm, s- I'm sitting there cheering for the over 13 and a half goals and they've got six up into quarter time I thought oh, I'm, I'm looking good here and then uh, look at half time and I'm like oh my god what, what happened yep, like, disappointing uh, I think we can move on to the Sunday here uh, with the live I, I still haven't moved on Essendon <laughs> <laughs> uh, GWS that was the first game there so I, I put together one with Ladbrokes uh, with the special which I didn't need again but GWS plus 28 and a half over 156.5 and this bet, which I've never bet on before, but Lockie Whitfield, 70-plus yeah, AFL but, fantasy points. Who, who, who did you steal that bet from? I didn't steal it from anyone. You don't even do the footy fantasy no, stuff. I had a look at it, yeah, at the in the Neds, and I was like, 70-plus. I was like, 70 is a bit low, isn't it? And then I checked a table and took a screenshot of it in case anyone said anything on Twitter. But it's it's three points for a kick, two for a handball, three for a mark, uh, four for a tackle. Have you so, looked at what he averages for the season or anything? Yeah, I, I had a look, but I, I thought that he'd be kicking out a little bit. Uh, he'd be taking those uncontested marks across the back line. He had three or four tackles as well, so it really helped. He had he had the most uh, AFL fantasy points in the in the game. He had 113, so it was a it was a nice little get. And that was two dollars and three one unit to win one point zero three. I had uh, a live bet in this one. I was sitting down um, for. Um, Easter, I was going to say Christmas lunch then, but Easter lunch, sitting down looking to put something on and uh, I was really happy with with the value there. Um, one thing I wasn't happy was in bloody where I was having Easter lunch, couldn't get any friggin' reception, so I could only get one of the bets out there. Took forever just to get this one loaded, but anyway, I had 15 for, for Ash, 20 for McGrath, 30 for Parrish and two plus goals pairs for, for your man Toby Green, so we were looking for him. Uh, and yeah, it was a bit of a, a, bit of a heart sweat uh, into in the that la- last quarter. You get to the last Five minutes. McGrath needed a couple. Uh, ah, that was you, had, you had Green needing a goal as well when Essendon had just caught, caught fire. Yeah, well, lucky they let him back in the, that last quarter. The, <sighs> the big thing from that game, the running talk from Stringer. 
You're, you're a fan? No, no. The big, the big, the big thing from that is my me getting the win. It's three twenty-five. Sports bet two units on it. Boom, four point five. That reeks of desperation. Four point four point five units. A little uh, takeaway from that one in terms of profit. Bears, reeks uh, of des- desperation. No, after your no, first. no. Look at that. No, but like, let's get that. back onto that top. Since, since we're talking about desperation, but wow, the the running top. Did, did he do it on purpose? Has he done that on purpose or just is that a miss kick? He's done you, you never know with the, no, the parcel. He's definitely done it on, on purpose, the parcel. Well, he hasn't performed. Oh, he's gone, not the package. Come back. He performed on that. Well, four goals, six. Oh, it's just Australian Post is right because, you know, what, 14-day delivery? That doesn't hit every time. Four goals, six is all right. So uh, the next game, West Coast, Melbourne. So I, I just put this one out there. Melbourne wire to wire. I thought there's a dollar forty by itself to to beat West Coast in the first quarter. and Nice and easy. Melbourne. I, I did tell you on the show, didn't I? I, I told you. But this is this is where I'm going to look at teams against West Coast. The total game points for them. Melbourne's total game points was 112.5 paying a dollar ninety source. Free like, money. How, Free how money. is that possible? And uh, Melbourne raced to fifty. Just to add that in there for a third leg. So if you're looking at the over unders and total game points against West Coast team, it doesn't come out straight away, but it comes out closer to the game. But I liked that instead of Melbourne's. Like your line that you had at minus I love 60, minus 62 and a half. <laughs> so I thought that was a little bit safer. So I've dropped the odds there and gone to that. $2.22 and profited 1.22 units. It's one of those things where if you're going to have a big win, you're generally going to have a big score. So it's a, it's a smart play to have, Pez. And it probably would have been a better play to have than me sitting there watching every single last kick in <laughs> a 60-point blowout. And with uh, a minute to go, you and I are on the text, Pez. And my phone's being used to record right now, so I can't go through it. But it went something like this. Yep, I'm safe here. I'm safe here. Shit. Shit. Seven point. Shit. One minute to go. Oh, they're done. Boom. Mark. Oh, we're on here. Need a seven point play. Kicks the point. Goes through. And then boom. Goes the length of the ground pairs to get a mark after the siren kick. And I'm sitting there and I'm on the couch watching this. I'm on my phone. I was thinking of Ollie Florence. Like, yes, yes. I'm, I'm up and about. You're Goal review. And I'm like, oh, shit. And all I needed was a point to get over the 62 and a half. Luckily, got a three. 63. Jeez, that wow. was a sweat. But uh, that was a nice little uh, <laughs> bonus bet for me, Pez. Uh, so $3.05 was the odds for that. So a nice little two-unit uh, two unit lean at, uh, two unit clean up for that one. Well, that and the Essendon game, a little Sunday sesh saved saved around and there. And then I got a little bit uh, little bit yuck. <laughs> I, I, I bought into all the hype of a couple of nice close wins and uh, I put a, game, a bet down on the Geelong versus Hawthorne to finish up the round. And I was pretty happy, Pez, because I had uh, Dangerfield for 20 disposal. He was absolutely kill it, killing it. I had a Guthrie for for, um, for twenty disposals. Um, no, sorry, for fifteen disposals. Yeah, he was twenty as well. He was yep. twenty disposals. Yeah, you've, you've messed that up there, Pez. No, so no, I had him for twenty disposals, Pez. And I'm looking down at three quarter time, and I'm thinking, I am right here. I see Guthrie on there, nineteen disposals. You little ripper. Oh, it's his brother. It was, it was Zach yeah. Guthrie. He had about there, twelve yeah, at that stage. Cam Guthrie. Yeah, he had twelve. So then I'm absolutely shitting. Zach Guthrie doesn't get a, a possession for the for the whole fourth quarter, and Guthrie just slowly gets in there. So that get, got me safe. Uh, and then Mark Blitzers, he went off in that first quarter with a pretty nasty sort of uh, just a need of the just gut. a need of the gut, which is a little bit disappointing. Um, he ended up with uh, twelve for for the game. Sorry, he ended up with ten. He missed by five, but uh, I escaped with a bonus bet for that, which I'm going to win back this week with Lesbrokes. Yeah, I, I think yeah, review ended on nine, missed missed by six, but it doesn't matter. It's a loss, <laughs> loss no, in the end, isn't it? Stack correction. No one cares but about that. Geelong Hawthorne, I was uh, talking to you about this one, and I, I just couldn't go past the, the value here. So the odds for Geelong wire to wire, what I did in the Melbourne game was $1.75 uh, at Ladbrokes, but it was $1.65 or worse at all other bookies. So I was like, all right, they're $1.42 to, to win the first quarter against Hawthorne. 
So instead of putting something like that and multing it with others, I'll just go wire to wire, Geelong ML and uh, Geelong plus 15 and a half. And the reason I did those other two is in case wire to wire didn't work out, which it didn't because Hawthorne came out, kicked the first three goals uh, and then led at quarter time and half time. So that $1.75 wasn't there, but I did get a bonus bet, which I'll use this week uh, because of the other couple of plays on Geelong. Yeah, Hawthorne are one of those teams that I think that the first quarter they're going to be good value and then the rest of it they're uh, not value at all. I mean, they had a 65 to nil uh, third quarter. That's pretty... That's pretty poor. That's one of the worst... for your expert analysis there. That's poor. One of the worst quarters you can have. But yeah. um, we'll speak about the round. So I ended up staking uh, nine units in total for a profit of 4.27 units uh, and with two bonus bets to use this week. So I'm very happy with uh, my round four. Yeah, I had uh, staked 11 units for that Pez uh, and a 0.67 units return. So a positive round in the green. <laughs> the Sunday session. The, the Sunday, Sunday session. session. Love that. Uh, but as we've said, Pez, many times, the, the Sunday is where, where there is a lot of value. you just got to wait till the teams are released and it's hard recording so late, at late so early in the week. I'm sure there'll be more live bets this week on oh, Twitter. I'll tell you what, though. The, the, I think felt felt like that uh, segment took about 10, 15 minutes because we had so many <laughs> So many bets, so many bets we got. And if you need to find it, there, there is a link, as I said, on Twitter at Behind the Bounds. So jump on there and you can follow along with our round five bets as well. You can, Pez. All right, let's get into uh, round uh, five, the, the the gather round. Let's uh, let's get let's gather up. Gather up. The fact that the size of the bets was relatively small. Our bets with an opportunity about fifty meters out. I was with a mate and. Um, we were getting, getting sort of ready to leave and he, he said, um, I think I'm going to whack 10 on, on Maxi. Do you, want, do you want some as well? And I, I said, Oh, yes! 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 All right, Pez, straight into the specials for the gather round. Sinan takes a special and goes bang! Even though they've got the best special... Uh, this season, sports bet. They're pissing me off because I, I read it last night, Sauce. I've got screenshots both weeks. It said, all games, same game multi, if it doesn't win, uh, you get a bonus bet back. And I had bets down. Um, so you've done the same the thing as what I did last week. Because that's what I said. And then uh, what happens is it, they've changed it. And they've changed the wording to all games round five, but then put a comma Thursday, Thursday Friday, Friday, which they didn't have before. Yeah, whoever their media manager is needs to, to get the sack and they need to, you know, the, the behind the boundary media manager, he's been doing all right this season. <laughs> Maybe he can get a promotion. But take a leaf out of that that, that bloke's book. Um, wow. A sports bet. And when you go to argue with them or you go speak to them, well, they don't want to have No, you're not going to be nah, getting anything with them. But Thursday and Friday. But there is two games on the Friday. So there is three games possible to use this uh, great special. Uh, now, Blue Bet does not have the 12-up special anymore at all. Okay, only for the first four rounds. They haven't brought it out yet. So uh, Neds have an early payout, 12 plus up at halftime for head-to-head bets on Friday. So there are the two games, the Fremantle Gold Coast and the Richmond Sydney. So if you are going to place a head-to-head bet on them anyway, go to Neds. uh, Your first 250 staked will get an early payout if they're up by 12 at halftime. Go to Lads, three-plus leg, same game, multi if one leg's fail, all games this week. So they're doing all games for gather round. So you get a a three-plus leg, you have to have one leg fail to get uh, the bonus, but it's even better if no legs fail and you just win the bet right at the start. <laughs> that, that is much better, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. 
uh, and then they've got the NRL AFL Mega Multi. So you can just multi up four AFL games, just head to head, and and get a special back uh, for that if one leg fails there as well. Source and then tab all games. They've got the three plus leg same game multi if one leg fails up to fifty bucks, and that's all. Off, that's all I really like with the AFL NRL um, special that you're talking about. Those four legs. If you have got sports bet and you've got your bet returns, you're actually better going on there and just putting four or oh, three bets down. Uh, three uh, you know three results legs. games. It can be line games, and then you can get use your bet return there. So a little bit of a sneaky way to uh, you know if you like three out of the games instead of four. Um, because obviously the more legs you've got in there, the less chance you have of winning. So, yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. That, that's one way to go about it. All right, let's get into the gather round pairs. Adelaide Oval, we start things off with Adelaide taking on Carlton. Adelaide are outsiders at the moment, and this has fluctuated all week. $1.96, they started the week about $2.04, and that's come in, obviously, with the, the hype around Adelaide. And, the, you know, there'll be a lot of people in Adelaide probably betting on the footy as well. So $1.84, you can get the favourites for the Blues. Minus one and a half is the line, and the over-under... 171 and a half pairs. Now, I spoke to you about this before the game. I actually think Adelaide are, you know, they've been playing some decent sort of football. I think they can make a test here and possibly give Carlton their first loss of the season. Carlton's fun little fact for you have never won at Adelaide overall at six attempts. <laughs> Did you know that? I didn't know that, uh, which is what I was, I was just about to, you know, come back at I know, you. I know you were, that's why I got in first. Um, no, Not nice little full stop for you. Actually, in the in the media this week, Adelaide uh, are being hyped up uh, something they, shocking. Because which, they're speaking to all Adelaide people, that's why. But, uh, I don't understand the hype around Adelaide, which is why I don't understand the odds here either. So I actually don't mind Carlton to win in this. We know that um, Harry McKay got off. Sam Walsh is named back in the side, along with Matthew Kennedy, along with Blake Akers as well. So those three ins are absolutely massive. So I've actually gone... A few different things in this game. Of course you have. Uh, including bonus bets, including the sports bet special, and then uh, still deciding on on a third little play in this game here, Sauce. So uh, it's going to be a big Thursday It's going to be a big one. Look out for uh, the TikTok video for this one. Seven <laughs> different uh, installments for TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the first one I've got, which I'll just get it get it off nice and easy, is, is a bonus bet. I've got a three-leg uh, same-game multi with Ladbrokes. Carlton, minus five and a half, alternate line, over 142.5 total points, but under 217.5 total points, paying $2.64, and there's my one-unit bonus on yep. that source. So that's the first play. That's the first right. one. Uh, that won't get much love because the Adelaide fans will hate that, uh, as well as the, the complications in the over-under, this one there. I hear that's a, a pussy sort of bet, isn't it? <laughs> that, that is, a, that is uh, a specialty pussy bet, which made me over 77 units uh, in season 2022, so I'll, I'll stick with it. Bloody hell. Uh, How's your little win. backhanded? <laughs> if it's, if it's going to win, I'll stick with the... Yeah. Stick well, with the method. Well played. Um, this one, sports bet. I can't go past the special for this game. And I had a look at the disposal market source because they're all out and about uh, for the game. I've gone uh, with Ben Keys to get 15 plus. He's had 21 in two games and 19 in the other two. So I think he's really good value at $1.25 to get 15 plus if you want to include him in your same game multis. The next one I've gone, I've gone off the grain because people usually say if they've got 15 or 20 plus, they need to do it five times in a row or 10 times in a row and not miss one. But Adam Chera, 20 plus, $1.33. And the reason he is, he's had 21, 25, 28, and he only had 18 last week against North Melbourne. So that doesn't scare me away from him and go, you know what, he's only going to get 18. I think he's a contested type player. I think with the way Adelaide play in the midfield as well, he can get 20 plus. And Jordan Dawson in the middle there, they actually, his contested footy has improved, but they also use him because he's got a beautiful left foot. 
and he doesn't miss a target. So him to get 20 plus at $1.23, he's had 23, 27, only had 18 against Port Adelaide and then 27 as well. But the 18 doesn't scare me because I think he's going to get that 20 plus. I've had to put in there uh, to bump it up a little bit, Carlton plus 18 and a half at $1.29, gets me $2.62 and that's a little free hit there with sports bet. I'll yeah. take it over to you. I've been speaking a bit. No, that's fine. I love everything you've said there. I would be cautious about Keys uh, in terms of that, that 15 or more. If he was, if you've got him for 20 because he's looking pretty good value for 20, which you haven't, you've got him for 15. I'm not touching uh, the 20. Just be really careful with that because his centre ball attendances have gone down absolutely um, as the weeks have gone up. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I love your Dawson bet because Dawson over the last two weeks has spent 50% more uh, attendances for centre bounces and he really has um, been sort of that, that main midfielder. The thing about Keys as well, he just works his ass off. So even if he's not there, yeah, he just runs all day, goes forward, goes back. That, fifth, that uh, 15, 15 bit is really good, good but, but be very careful because if you look back in the numbers, he's sitting around that 20 mark, but they've actually changed his role completely. So anyway, I'll get into my bet. I've got a three-leg same-game multi, and you said to me that you were worried about uh, – I'm, I'm taking the result out of it, so I'm not going to worry about the result at all. Three-leg same-game multi with sports bet. I've gone Adam Saad to get 20 or more. He's been absolutely uh, dominant, Pez, and he should get out and get that in his sleep. He's done uh, nine of the last ten – been getting 20 or more uh, and obviously uh, with the, the style of football that they've been playing I think that he'll continue to get that he takes a lot of the kickouts as well Rory Sloan I've got a dollar 73 to get 20 or more, more pairs the last two weeks his um, centre ball attendances have gone up 34% and 26% they continue to growing he's had three of the last uh, four uh, at 20 or more and he's had six of the last 10 Okay, so that sounds a little bit odd, but he hasn't played since uh, the early last year. And then I've also got Dawson, as we just spoke about. He's been absolutely dominant. He's hit eight of the last 10, 20 or more. That's continued to build pairs, and I think that will be an absolute lock. I've gone two units with that one, 262, okay, with uh, with a sports bet. So one leg fails, bonus bet. And the second one I've gone, Pez. Oh, you have gone. Okay, here we go. I have gone a second bet. It's just a bonus bet. Um, I spoke to you about this last week, but this is our man. You're wearing his shirt uh, in terms of our man, Adam. Uh, I bet say Adam. <laughs> Isaac <laughs> Rankine. I love what he's done. But what I love is, is the amount of shots that he's getting on goal. So his first four rounds, he's kicked two goals, two goals, four goals, three goals. But if you look at the last four weeks in terms of shots on goal, first week he had eight shots on goal. Then he had four shots on goal, four shots on goal, and last week, eight shots on goal. I've got him for three or more with my bonus bet, $3.70. It's a two-unit bonus bet. I think he's going to be absolutely uh, on fire this week. He's going to love the hype of Adelaide Oval, and you know he's just great to watch. And he did this again <laughs> a couple of years ago to us. Starts off on fire, but now with that entry into that forward line, Dawson hitting him, Sloan hitting him, I love the value. He's loving Adelaide and he's really improved the uh, culture of that club and just the hype around uh, the players. You can even tell uh, watching the footy. So I'm going to go against the the trend as well of the Carlton have never won at Adelaide Oval. Uh, and Adelaide <laughs> gather around. Is, is that your rebuttal? Is that your rebuttal? Finally, is it? My rebuttal is uh, one unit. <laughs> Bet 365, Carlton minus two and a half at a dollar ninety one. Here's your rebuttal. Just uh, no, no, no. Bet. <laughs> yeah, let's get on the Blues tonight and. Uh, See if they can get the chocolates. I think you will be on the Blues, Pez, because I think uh, Carlton. Uh, sorry, I think Adelaide are going to win. You'll be a little bit sad uh, while we're watching that footy. Anyway, let's get on to the Friday game. One of two, the first one. It's a twilight game for the uh, Melbourne uh, viewers, but for Perth, it's uh, right in the worst time. Your second smoko in the afternoon, that three o'clock starting time. Fremantle taking on Gold Coast, $1.59. Favourites are the Dockers, 2 outsiders, the Gold Coast Suns, minus 7.5 is the line. And the 
over under 160 and a half. Pez, uh, can Fremantle make a, a shift to their season because they, they've only had one win, not very convincing. They have been very, very disappointing this year. Is this a good opportunity for them to bounce back in the schedule? Oh, it's got to be the one of the best opportunities you can have. Uh, I don't have a lot of information on Jared Witts. Uh, if you know anything about that, if he's going to make a comeback uh, this week. It was sti- still 50-50. There was likelihood he's probably going to miss. There's a few few of the Fremantle players that are. They sent uh, their forward, Tabernar, back home. And they've brought over a like-for-like, sort of not a like-like-for-like like He's forward. been out of form. But they've sent him back. He didn't even come over, and their replacement is a smaller forward, so it's not going to be as tall. But um, you know, in the in this, what is it? The, uh, the waffle last week kicked uh, two, had a couple of inside fifties, couple of marks. Yeah, they're going to have to change up a little bit of their game style, Fremantle, to try and get the wins here. Now it is at Norwood Oval, which you spoke about earlier before, and the bookies have it at one fifty-seven and a half, as you said, with the total game points. So uh, I, I don't rate the Gold Coast at all. I think they don't use Sexton well enough because Sexton should be playing in that forward line every single week, and he seems to be the sub week after week after week. Uh, King didn't impress me last week. He uh, got towed up by Cal Wilkie, who was significantly shorter than him. So I think the Freo defence with Hayden Young, Luke Ryan, I I think they'll be able to take the Gold Coast forward line and and keep them to a lowish score and then attack going the other way uh, with Brayshaw, Sarong and and Co. I think Jaya Miss might have a a decent game and kick a few goals too. So I've just gone with the sports bet special and probably only because this is uh, a free hit sports bet special. I've gone Freo just to win at $1.59 and I've put in the under... 178.5 178.5 at $1.17, paying two bucks. I, 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 yeah, I've gone the opposite way. Oh, excellent. I, How I, I haven't gone the opposite in terms of the, the money line, but in, I mean, it's not the opposite completely, but I've gone the over. I think that, you know, it's a smaller ground and the bookies had it, as you said, at 157, which I actually think is quite low. It's a narrow ground. Fremantle have got to have to shift their, their forward, uh, shift the, the football around. They're going to have to take more risks up the middle. The way that they've uh, set up that forward line, actually, I think it's going for more running um, running through the middle, long bombs. It's a, it's, a, it's a more narrow ground, as we've spoken about, which which I think is going to be a higher scoring sort of ground. Uh, Gold Coast are quite a high scoring team. If you look at the, the last, um, this is two out of four games games that they've played Fremantle have gone over that 160 mark despite them being quite a low scoring sort of team as well as Gold Coast three out of the four have gone over that 160 mark Gold Coast haven't contributed to that though no but I think that they will this week uh, and and that's why I've gone the over 157 and a half and I think Noah Anderson uh, that midfielder running through you're going for 20 plus oh no I haven't gone for 20 plus I've just gone him for any time goal scorer so he kicked one in all of his games him running through I did him running through the middle pairs he uh, you know on a smaller ground he's kicked Two, two, one, four, and I think three out of his four games, uh, he's you know been up in his scoring shots of, of plus three. Uh, I love the odds that I get at two dollars for that pairs. Oh, sorry, two dollars, two dollars, sorry, three dollars thirty, and I've put two units on that one. Uh, stick with the twenty plus for Noah Anderson with your little over there, and that'd be a better bet, I reckon. No, no <laughs> better bet. You're full of shit. So let's get on to the Richmond Sydney game, uh, the Friday night spectacular. Richmond taking on Sydney. Two fifty one outsiders are the Tigers. One fifty one the Swans. Minus eleven and a half is the line. The over under one sixty seven. Yeah, this is a, a really hard game to read for me. So Tom Lynch is really important to Richmond. And you saw how inconsistent Richmond are because they kicked nine goals in a row against the Dogs in the second quarter uh, to lead at halftime there and then capitulated and the Dogs came back and it was a close game in the end, uh, only a five-point game. But uh, I, I had a, I'd had a try here to try with Sportsbet 
to try and go, you know what? I want to take advantage of the special why there's a free bonus bet there in case it loses. But I couldn't I couldn't hit the mark. I couldn't hit the two dollar mark. So I tried to have a look at my man Chad Warner, who let me down the other week. A dollar twenty two for twenty. He's had thirty, fifteen, nineteen, and thirty. So you, you look at that inconsistency there. Um, I think he, he may get 20 plus. So that's one of the legs I was going to have. Taranto 20 plus, 32, 28, 29 and 27. That's uh, just a given with Taranto. And he does kick the ball uh, nice and high as well. Jaden Short for 15, coming back into the side. I think be a little bit careful with Liam Baker if you've got him for 25 plus or even 20 plus because Short will be the one getting used outside of defense. He's only played the two games, 17 and 20. And then Lloyd, 20 plus, 28, 24, 21 and 20 at $1.17. That only gives me $1.72. So I'm not playing. No bet here for me at the moment. I'll see if I can find anything tomorrow, but I doubt it. So I'm just going to leave it alone. I doubt it. After we just done our 11, 11 and 15 bets from the week before after we said uh, no in play, this, no play. Game, I, I, I doubt it because I'm, I'm not uh, too keen on a result in this one. And uh, the teams have been a little bit inconsistent for me. They have been. I really like the value in Sydney in this one. Uh, and if the the sports bet special wasn't going on, I'd probably be looking at Sydney just for the for the heads up win. I think that they need to respond after last week. Richmond, uh, whilst they get Cochin probably back, um, you know Lynch is probably out for the season with with that injury. They've got season. That. Yep, yep. That's the that's the the the, the talk on there. So he's probably well, out for a long time. It's six weeks, but. Oh, well, I'm sorry, the season will be done there. Uh, I think Richmond aren't really using Hopper and Taranto the way they should be. They're still trying to work that out. And also no Ruck. I think no Ruckman really hurts them as well. Um, they're not able to control that uh, pill. But what I've done is I've gone a three-leg same-game multi with sports bet. Of course, obviously, that free hit, one leg fails, money back. Actually, do you know what? All legs can fail. Still get my money back, <laughs> which isn't going to happen, Pez, because I'm very confident in this one. I've got uh, Daniel Rioli to get 20 or more disposals. He's uh, all games this year. He's gone over 20 and six of the last 10, including his. Uh, sort of you know move into that midfield last year and the, the way that they're changing up things uh, I've gone uh, Callum Mills to get 20 disposals 8 out of the last 10 and 22 out of the last 27 games the last two years he hits that quite regularly and I think that they're going to use him uh, similar to the way they have in the last couple of weeks pretty confident with that one and the last leg is probably my bigger leg is Jack Rewalt to score two or more goals pairs with uh, Lynch out and then resting him point. last week. I think they're going to be a, it's going to be a vocal point. Uh, sorry, a vocal <laughs> <laughs> I just said the word. I know up. it's been a. Fo- <laughs> I think it's he's going to be at the forefront of their forward line, uh, not only resting him last week, so he wasn't injured last week, just so he could get a good runner. In the five games last year where Lynch was out, he averages three more scoring shots uh, and has been proven to kick two or more. In the last two games, he's kicked two plus, so I love the value in that one. I've gone two units at 287 with sports bet, so that's a nice little one to bank for you. Yeah, I, I don't know about the bank, but... Uh I'd be, I do. I'd be a little bit careful on uh, Rioli because they've got a couple of other players with Short coming back in as well. It was interesting to see if Rioli is the trusted kick-out man from defence or if uh, Short takes that back over. Nah, nah. I love that. Love the odds for that one, Pez. Love that one. And that's going to get up, so don't you worry about that yeah, one. Good on you. That, that goes for Friday. <laughs> Sports bet special is over. And we had well, to depends depends when you read it and what your screenshot, but uh, it's, me- it's meant to be over. All right, let's get into the Brisbane at North Melbourne game. This one is at Adelaide Hills Oval, uh, one of the uh, the outskirts venues. A um, dollar nineteen favourites are the Lions. Four seventy outsiders North Melbourne minus twenty eight and a half is the line. Over under one sixty and a half. Yeah, uh, if they had this special, uh, I would have really liked to to have a look at some of the Brisbane Lions forwards for you know three plus or or things like that. 
but uh, no value sitting there at the minute at a dollar nineteen. Uh, with the line that big as well, you, you don't know how long North Melbourne are going to put in that effort for and what happens. I, I think Brisbane need to put a stamp on this and, and get a really good win. Uh, they've got a few fans uh, I heard during the week that are actually from there that are they're going to the game as well. So I think it'll be a bigger Brisbane Lions crowd than North Melbourne. Uh, they're in Adelaide in the outskirts, but uh, I, I think Brisbane will win. I I, th- I think they should get the job done quite easily, but there's uh, no bet or no value in it for me at the moment. Yeah, it's in these games um, that uh, don't involve Adelaide teams are really tough. I mean, Brisbane taking on North Melbourne at a, a sort of a local venue, basically, it's really hard to say. I, I like some of the value with some of the Brisbane forwards, but their forwards haven't been trusted, so they're too inconsistent. I think that's where you could probably find some value. I know that uh, Dana Herder kicked uh, two or more was sitting about a dollar ninety two twenty for like you know three or more that's probably where you'd be looking but again who knows what down who you're going to get so I think that if you got um, have a bit of a ping on some of the Brisbane Lions forward players you'd be able to uh, get some value there because I think they're going to run up that that score against the North Melbourne but otherwise for me uh, no bet a lean towards some sort of play in um, the Brisbane forwards uh, to kick multiple goals yeah speaking of Danaher, he did respond uh, from his he really did. poor week the week before in the ruck, secondary ruck, uh, 20 disposals and two goals. So uh, he was everywhere and I think that might be the role for him to actually motivate him a little bit to get around the ground and not be so goal hungry. But sometimes you just need to, to get the pill into your hands a couple of times and you know getting that secondary ruck and being able to get a touch on it sounds so stupid, but you know, you're forced to run with the ball, you're forced to get moving and that's one of the problems that he's had in that forward line is you're just it, so stagnant. It changes their team structure as well because Darcy Fork goes out as a tall and then they can put another small in, another midfielder, and their, their team structure gets, just gets a hell of a lot better. I mean, they looked much better at home last week, Brisbane. They looked a, a lot better. Um, they're now, only playing Collingwood. But now they're playing North Melbourne in Adelaide. So it'll be very interesting to see how they respond if they can get back-to-back solid wins. Well, they haven't had an away win this year. So two at-home wins and two well, away well, they're the home losses. Team. They're the home team. They won the, the coin flip. They're the home team. All right, let's get on to the other game here. Essendon taking on Melbourne. Uh, I love the value in some of this uh, this game here, Pez. Essendon, $3.80 outsiders. Melbourne, $1.27 favourites. Minus 23.5 is the line. Over under 157.5, Pez. I think the odds here um, are quite inflated because Essendon's soft draw and them, you know, only having that one loss and, and to St Kilda. But I think uh, there is a lot of value to be had in Melbourne in this one. Yeah, so um, who, have, value. who have Essendon beaten? They've beaten Hawthorne. They no one. GWS at uh, Eddie had last week. No one. And then who was the other one? Did they beat Gold Coast? Maybe. No. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they, did. they beat Gold a- and Coast. And against Gold Coast and GWS, the expansion clubs, SD ruggled for three quarters. Uh, I think Sit- there is a lot of value with Melbourne sitting in there. I've I don't rate Essendon very highly, as uh, listeners would know. Anyway, and they're playing against the Melbourne side, so the only thing here is it's at a neutral venue, which is a little bit of unknown. And Melbourne do have to travel back from Western Australia. So they travel back from Western Australia. They would have gone straight there, surely, wouldn't they? They caught the red eye. Yeah, they caught the red eye back to Melbourne, I'm pretty sure. And then they'll go over this weekend um, to Adelaide Oval. I I just really like the line. I think the line's way too low not to have a bet on it. And instead of going a a bet by itself at the minus 22 and a half, I've gone to Ladbrokes because they've got the same game multi-special with every uh, single team. I've gone it to be over 113.5, and I'll be so surprised if it doesn't get above that. That's the lowest alternate line that Ladbrokes offer there, uh, and that makes it up to two bucks. But you've got to put a three three legs in there. 
So I put Melbourne plus 25 and a half. So if the total game point source is 114 or more and Melbourne either win or Essendon win by 1 to 25, I'll still get a bonus bet either way. But I, I think Melbourne come out and destroy them. Petrarca and Oliver playing really well out of the middle. Uh, Brody Grundy had a really good week last week in, in the ruck without Max Gorn. And uh, Tom McDonald even fired up forward. So they've just got so many avenues to goal. The way they run and the way their wings are going, going uh, attacking style of footy. I, I like them at Adelaide Oval to to win by 23 or more. Yeah, they look so dominant at the moment, uh, Melbourne pairs. And what's you know good for your bet there, obviously being at a neutral venue, it's still interstate. Melbourne have won 13 in the last 14 interstate games. So, um, And then obviously the, you know playing an interstate team, they're obviously playing the home team in, in uh, those matches. So this is really good, them being a neutral venue against an S. I think a struggling Essendon um, because they're, they're, they've got soft wins. They've got wins that they should have and they're, they're acting like they're, they're going to premiership favourite. I love the line in this one, Pez. Um, I haven't um, put an actual bet in this one, but I have included the line soft. in my um, my multi as well as I've got a bonus bet that I've put on later that I've an alternate line, which we'll talk about a little bit later. So love the line for this one. I wouldn't be surprised if that, um, that leaks out. So jump on that as early as you can. Yeah, so if, if that closes it, 28 and a half, 29 and a half. I'm not going to be shocked. No, and it's, it's funny because that 28 and a 20, 28 sort of mark is probably where I, I have it already. So that's why I think that they, they get it probably done, you know, pretty easy. Uh, but if it, it, it reaches out, just be careful and make sure you check that line because it will come in and it, and it will adjust. And it just because the line, we say, think we say they're going to win easy here, doesn't mean that the, what the number is it should affect your bet. So just be very careful with it. Well, the next game is the other Adelaide side. So hopefully they won the toss and they get to be the home team in this one, Source. This is interesting, this one. I, I don't know what the, the bookies are thinking this. It must have been the, the, the kind of coin flip that has put the, the odds favourites at Port Adelaide. $1.51 favourites are the power. Western Bulldogs, two fifty eight outsiders, minus 11.5, 153.5 pairs. At the start of the round, before the odds were least i actually didn't have this one as clear cut as port adelaide i thought this game would be a lot closer i think that there's a bit being put into that win against sydney uh when sydney did a lot of things wrong not uh, port adelaide doing a lot of things right uh yeah they they got together they got the win and they're really happy with it they have been playing decent at home they beat brisbane by 53 points uh earlier in the year which is why everyone had them you know rating them in the top four and things like that but the dogs after a shocking start to the season have actually redeemed themselves a little bit in the last two weeks by by getting up and having some good wins. The problem with the Western Bulldogs is they keep leaking multiple goals in a row, nine goals in a row, Richmond, in that second quarter. They, you can't afford to do that. They actually could afford to do it last week because they got away with the four points. But the Bulldogs, Tom Libertore, he, he loves the contested footy in there. Uh, I love to watch him play as well. And they, their midfield is so strong. I think the Bonds having a really good season. Where they struggle is opposite ends of the ground with the key position players. And they need Ugo Hagen to step up and, and kick his three goals, or they need Rory Lobb to actually contribute a little bit uh, around the ground and up forward as well. And you just can't rely on them. So I, I like the Bulldogs at their price because I think Port Adelaide should be closer to $1. seventy. But I'm not going to put my money down on it yet. I do need to see the teams. I need to see how things are, are, are travelling over at Adelaide Oval, uh, have a look at the weather and things like that, and uh, just leave it for the minute. Yeah, it's interesting you say about them leaking goals. I heard a stat through the through the week, and I didn't check it or anything. But so you know, apologies if I'm you know sprouting bullshit, basically, which would be no different to what you do every week. Um, but uh, the Western Bulldogs have Speaking had in a mirror. eighteen straight games where they've leaked more than four goals, right in a quarter. 
they're the only team in over eight of the last 18 games that have had a four goal quarter for the opposition in 18 straight games, which, which is pretty huge. Um, and it, it, as you said, it's just lapses that they're competitive for, for so many, so much of the game. And then for whatever reason, maybe it's coaching, maybe it's positional, maybe it's just confidence, but they leak these games and then they put themselves in a position where they're either playing catch up footy or they're making teams hang around a lot longer than they should. I, I like the Bulldogs in this one. Um, I would like the line to be about 15, 16 and a half. The 11 and a half I think is a little bit low. I'm going to, to leave this one, but I will be waiting to see what the team is, as you said, wait to see what the weather's doing because I think there could be some value in this one once the teams are released and we see exactly you know who's going to shape up for, for both teams. Um, definitely. We definitely have to wait and see on this one. All right, get on to the Sunday afternoon. Jeez, you were engaged in that one, weren't you, Piers? Right, let's get on to the, the Geelong versus West Coast this I'm just taking, taking your ticket. Yeah, I know. TikTok video I'm actually week. paying attention this week. <laughs> well, I was waiting for, you know, got the camera zoomed on in you for all your, your funny little looks for uh, when Will Ashcroft gets a kick or mention, Piers. I well, know. I'm lucky you don't have a camera <laughs> under the table. All right, let's get on to Geelong taking on West Coast. A dollar eight favourites are Geelong, the shortest of the round. Eight dollars West Coast, uh, obviously the largest outsiders accordingly. Minus forty three and a half is the line. Over under one sixty and a half. Pez Geelong got their first win last week. Now they head over to Adelaide against a struggling West Coast. Uh, Rumor has it, or you know, um, Simpson came out and said that he's probably going to rest some of his young players. Which I don't, I don't know how you can rest some of your young players. I don't, I don't know who's going to play for them if they've you know because they've been going all right. Some of the young fellas, but uh, I don't know how West Coast keep this one close. Yeah, it's ha- it's hard to see how they do. It'll be interesting to see if West Coast take a leaf out of Hawthorne's book and try and attack really early and, and try and get a, an early lead. But um, I, I just don't see it happening. A dollar eight's way too short for Geelong here. But as I said from my last week's bet on Melbourne, the over 112.5 points, uh, Geelong's is possibly going to be around 114, 115.5 total game points. So I'll keep an eye on that. If it's something that I really like, I'll, I'll pop that in there with uh, Jezza Cameron to kick a couple of goals maybe, and uh, he's, he's great to watch. Is he not one of the best players in the AFL at the moment? Well, he is. He's absolutely killing it. He's kicking goals. He's running up the, up the grounds. You know, he's the only reason that Geelong have even been close in a lot of these games. It would, it would be very sad sight to see Geelong's percentage if Jeremy Cameron wasn't playing to start this season off. Yeah, I mean, he's kicked 18 goals, basically, and uh, he's been absolutely uh, ruthless out there. And I really love – there's a lot of value to be had in this game. I'm just waiting – I'll talk you through my bet, and then I'll talk about what's going to happen. So – in this one, I think Jeremy Cameron, um, you can get some absolute value for him to kick multiple goals, but there's not a lot of value to be had if you're looking at the the four plus or the, the you know four goals f- to kick four goals. He's two dollars eighteen, two dollars eighteen, two dollars eighteen to kick four. So that, that's that's not a lot of value. That's I don't believe low. five goals is three eighty, six goals is seven fifty. I actually think what you're better to do is to um, to partner him up and multi him up and. He's kicked goals in 15 of the last 16 quarters. So three games straight, he's kicked a goal in every quarter, minus the Gold Coast one in the second quarter, and he had two or three shots uh, at goal. He averages um, four shots per per quarter, basically. At the moment, he's, he's you know, shots on goal obviously doesn't just mean score registers. It's obviously shots on goal. Um, and he's looking absolute 
um, you know, continue, continue that form against West Coast who are struggling. I've gone a four-leg same-game multi, but I haven't put it down yet because I'm waiting for the market to be released on Neds or Lads or Tab where I can get the uh, one-leg fail money back. Sportsbet don't have it for, for the Sunday game, so I'm um, leaving it there. I think the odds will be roughly about six seventy-five. It's about a dollar sixty-five to kick a goal in quarters one and three, and a dollar sixty-one to kick a goal in uh, second quarter or fourth quarter. Okay. You partner that up, four legs, same game, multi. He doesn't get uh, a goal in one of those quarters. You get your money back, but otherwise you're sitting about six seventy-five. I've played it the last three weeks, pairs, and two out of those three weeks have had some really nice value in the personal account. So I'm hoping that continues form. Yeah, interesting. I'm interested to have a look at maybe uh, anytime goal scorer first half and then anytime goal scorer second half into a three plus goals to see if that's better than the, the four plus odds that they're giving you at the moment. So there's a whole lot of plays. Have a bit you can, of play like that. There is a whole lot of plays you can do with goal scorers. I mean, obviously he's going to be sitting about two dollars. $15, $2.10 to be kicking the most goals. So if you go with him to kick any time goal scorer, most goals and three plus goals, you'd be able to basically put, gets a little bit of more value and has some insurance in some of those other agencies like Neds or Lads or whatever. So there's a whole lot of plays to have him there. Yep. So keep an eye out on that for the Sunday. Then we head to GWS versus Hawthorne. We do. Uh, this will be, this will be, uh, I mean, we can talk about it being at Norwood. That's probably one of the things we can talk about. But You're not interested in this game? Not really. Not really. Probably the, the over-under total points is probably what I'd be looking at for this one. Uh, GWS taking on Hawthorne. Let's get through the odds first. $1.42. So GWS have been um, – they're competitive – as of uh, late, as of recent, again, they haven't really played that many people and they've sort of stayed relevant. Hawthorne 288 outsiders after an absolute Easter Monday thumping. Minus 14.5 is the line over under 161.5 pairs. I'm not really interested in this game. I've got no plays, maybe a lean towards the over. Um, no interest. Only the second half of Easter Monday was a thrashing. 65 <laughs> to nil third quarter, so that's fine. <laughs> um, but I, I'm actually really intrigued in this game, not, not in terms of odds or betting or anything, just because... I want to see how GWS go here as favourite against Hawthorne because they should um, beat they up they on them be. pretty badly. Yeah. They, they should beat them by five-plus goals. And uh, the line will be quite low with them being uh, at a dollar forty-two. So Fourteen I and a half. I, th- I think there's a play somewhere around, even with an alternate line minus nine and a half and then a total game point somewhere or even just GWS straight up and, and, and do a total somewhere. So I'll be looking at that on Sunday, thinking about who will take kickouts or take the intercept marks for Hawthorne uh, and go for the, go from there because I think the ball should be in GWS's forward half a lot more than it is Hawthorne, uh, but no play at the moment. It, it's obviously at Norwood Oval, and we spoke earlier, being quite a narrow ground, so looking for those contested players in that one. Um, one of the reasons I'm off them, Piers, is because GWS, and I said two years ago I wasn't going to bet on them, and I haven't haven't really since, so <laughs> continually to, to break my heart after we painted the, the town orange, so I'm steering clear of that one. I do sort of agree with what you're saying, that minus 14 and a half looks pretty juicy at the I moment. I guess the Hawthorne side, like... Well, they only play a half a footy for Hawthorne, so they're, you know, they're obviously tanking uh, pretty hard <laughs> at the moment, trying maybe to... A, maybe a second half line. Maybe that's probably where the play is, but again, you have to wait to see the list. Anyway, let's finish off with um, really disappointing. Um, it's going to be the game of the round. This would have absolutely blown the roof off at Marvel uh, or even the MCG if you would have got their highest crowd probably for St Kilda for a long time. Collingwood taking on St Kilda, easily the match of the round. A dollar forty-four favourites are the Magpies. Two eighty outsiders, the Saints. Minus fourteen and a half is the line. Over under one sixty-one and a half pairs. You sit in top of the ladder, uh, unbeaten at the moment, coming up against a, a one. Lost Collingwood. This is going to be an absolute cracker. 
that's what it's been hyped up as. But, uh, you know, watching St Kilda live for the first time last week, I think they really struggled in the first quarter without that key position forward uh, to, to play there. So uh, whispers of memory possibly uh, coming back in, who would be a, a super target to put around uh, the uh, Mosquito fleet, I guess you could say, all the smaller players who are running around there trying to kick goals. Uh, Mitch Owens, definitely my favourite player to watch at the moment. Uh, he, he took a huge mark last week and he's kicked multiple goals in uh, multiple games. But Collingwood, we'll see what they do with their ruck, Ruckman and, and what's going to happen there because they really struggled there with their midfield last week. Um, Dacos, for whatever reason, he just gets a let off the leash by Brisbane. They just said, all right, go off. You can have your, your 40 touches. He kicked two goals as well. So he was very damaging, but they just let him go for some reason because they were worried about other players. So it'd be interesting to see if the Saints, you know, try and put a little hold on the, the, the Dacos brothers there. But I'm worried about Darcy Moore and the, that intercept marking. I want to see how St Kilda can uh, enter 50 because that will make a big point of how this game is played out. It definitely will. Um, it's going to be interesting how Ross Lyon sort of responds to that Nick Dacos, and it actually plays it, it, where I'm probably going to be leaning towards my bet. I like the value, and it's not out yet because on the actual day they'll put out this a sports bet will put on the under-over player disposals. I think if you lean towards uh, Nick Dacos's under this week... Oh, it's dangerous. I think that, um, you know... He averages so many uncontested possessions, and we saw last week that no one just played on him. Um, he's probably going to be sitting around 33, 34 and a half, and I think that with the way that Ross Lyon plans for him, there's no chance he's letting a second-year player just run absolutely wild. They'll have a they'll have a team defence ready for him because that's the way they structure. So I think that if you could look for him for the under this week, that's probably where I would lean. You're only going to get $1.90 odds, and, and it literally is a bit of a coin flip because you don't know if they're going to do what Brisbane did. He takes kickouts as well. He does, uh, but you know, you're not going to have the ball that often anyway, so you don't have to worry about that. Um, <laughs> sorry, Piers. Uh, no, but I think that's probably where the lean is. You know, He averages 20 uncontested possessions per week. That doesn't happen against a Ross Lyon sign, I don't think. Yeah, someone, someone, as you said, because it's not like he's you know, uh, going back to like Tom Mitchell when Tom Mitchell just used to get 40 and not really kill you. He's so damaging and he's so influential in terms of the, the, you know, the way the flow of the game's going. What, what he does is he gets multiple possessions in the one play. So he'll get the handball over the top and he'll run through. And Brisbane weren't manning him up on no. that. So if St Kilda do that, I think his line will be somewhere around 31 and a half. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what it is when it comes out. Well, that'd be interesting. It's, if it's any higher than that, um, yeah, you, you could make an argument for the play on the under, but uh, we will have to wait and see well, on that. Well, the inflated 38 last week helps with the under. And that's what I think when you average it out, it probably gets about 33. But his true line should probably be about 32 and a half. Well, the 30, 30, 29 but, and a half was last week. Yeah. So I think with the 38 disposal game, it goes up two or three mm. and uh, goes from there. The other the other thing I'm interested to look at is uh, Callum Wilkie. He's playing in his hometown of Adelaide. He is a really good one-on-one defender and one of the most underrated. He was the captain of the Saints on the, on the weekend and he's just an absolute gem to watch uh, in one-on-one. One of the best one-on-one players that is out there at the moment. He just lacks a little bit of height and sometimes strength against the really big monsters like if he was playing on a Hawkins but uh, yeah just a shout, shout out there because he's my most impressive watch yeah settle down Pez it's not a St Kilda podcast we don't need to oh, be don't, talking don't about the Saints <laughs> 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 
<laughs> All right, let's get on to our multis and potentially our cheekies pairs. I've got a, a multi uh, put my lad, with my lad brokes a Monday um, bonus bet that I had down. Just a two alternate lines: Geelong minus twenty eight and a half, the alternate line, and Melbourne minus fourteen and a half, the alternate line pairs. That gives me odds of I don't know. I haven't written it down, so I think it's about two dollars thirty. Uh, the odds. <laughs> well, my phone's using to record, so I can't even check it. I think it's about two dollars thirty, but I'll I'll put that out on um, our Twitter page to confirm that. But it's a bonus bet anyway, Pez. So it's a it's a free hit. So I'll, I'll make that bet uh, oh, back from last week. I've got a bonus bet to put down as well, and it's a little bit of a mixed multi. So do not um, put this out on TikTok because <laughs> you'll confuse everyone. I, they got confused at my Richmond bet last no, week. Another so. put another pussy bet, is it? Uh, well, this is in the Adelaide Carlton game tonight. Over one hundred forty two point five points. Like I like that. In the Brisbane North Melbourne game, over 132 points in the narrow game of Norwood. Brisbane to win. Third league. Fourth league, Essendon Melbourne over 123.5 points. I think it skyrockets over there. And then Geelong race to six goals against the Eagles. I think they'll get to six goals before the Eagles do. That's two dollars and five cents. And that's my bonus bet from last week from the Geelong game. So those overs you're putting on are alternate overs, are they? Yep. Yeah, I, I actually load them I, down. I think that's uh, quite a good bet, Pez. It's quite easy to follow along with. I, I have my only one hand full of fingers up. so Only five legs. I didn't want to go too many. I can't fit many more <laughs> in the spreadsheet. It's so. got the old uh, the, the memes going through with all the different patterns <laughs> going through. That would be me trying to keep up, usually, Pez. But uh, I kept up with that one. I don't mind the value in that one. Uh, I've gone another multi, Pez, and I've actually put one unit on this one. Uh, I've gone with, as I spoke earlier about with sports bet, if you put uh, three legs down, you can actually use your bet return. And it's it's a little bit um, cheeky, which no. we haven't had that okay. often here, Pez. Okay. But uh, one leg fails, I get a bonus bet. I've gone Sydney uh, just straight up to the win. I think that they get the job done against Richmond. Melbourne minus 23 and a half uh, is that a straight out line before that reaches out. And Geelong minus 43 and a half. One unit on that one, 545 odds. Say that it, say it again. No. <laughs> so Geelong minus 43 and a half. Yep. What was the leg before that? Melbourne, minus 23 and a half. That just straight out line. Yeah. And Sydney to win. Okay. So okay. You, the reason it's so high is $2.90. So $1.90 for the line, $1.90 for the line. They're not alternates. Yeah. They're straight and lines. And then you've got, you got Sydney who's just, just, at $1.50, just, just to do the win. So yeah. Yeah, well, Excellent. That is very cheeky. Uh, and we're going to leave it at that because I've got my little bonuses on there. We'll have to get this all already and out there source for, for Thursday night footy. It's going to be exciting uh, for the gather round. So... Uh, best of luck in your bets this week and make sure you jump on socials at Behind the Bound on uh, Twitter, TikTok, or TikTok especially. Have a look at the comments if, you, if you want to have a TikTok laugh. TikTok is absolutely flourishing. We just did a <laughs> nice little landmark, a landmark, sorry, a little uh, milestone. So make sure you jump on there and drop us some uh, some helpful comments. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, it's given us some content for this show. So to jump on, keep uh, keep pumping away at Pez's pussy yep. bets. Put the, put the content out there. Follow along with some pussy bets if you want to on Pez. Peace out. I'm still sauce. We'll catch up next time, guys. Now you're gone.